All right, Todd. It's another beautiful Sunday. Uh, what is it? Evening? evening? Sunday evening, yes. Evening. It's five o'clock. It's a million degrees. Yeah, it's five o'clock somewhere, and it's here with smoke in the air and 113 degrees. Times like this, I think it'd be justified for me to drink. Jesus Christ, look how hot it is. Look how hot it is. <laughs> right? Oof, ooh, like, not, tr- not trying to tempt you or anything, but damn, I can go for a drink as well. <laughs> Seriously, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, today... I'm a bad friend. Yeah, well, Sorry. no, it's okay. You, you're just an enabler. I mean, you're just you're just throwing down a bunch of walls that I had put up. It's okay. It's all right. Okay, well, anyways, Todd. Yes? So, so first of all, I'd like to say thank you for, for, for being here. You know, being... Uh, well, even though this is your place, you still made an effort to be here. <laughs> because, oh. you know, we have, a, we have a commitment here. It's called the podcast. Yes, we do. You know, so we want to make sure that, you know, we're here mm-hmm. in attendance. Absolutely, and I agree with that 100%, especially when you make an announcement about a new member. Right, you right. Know, just the prior week. Right, because what's going on right now? Uh, we're one in, we're one short today. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we're all male in here today. Yeah, we are. No no female perspective, and I don't remember getting my vacation days or sick days yet. Have, have you got them yet? None, zero. Zero. And, and, and I do remember there was, a lot of, there was a lot of talk about having to get notes and all this stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. We have to be well prepared. Yeah, I mean, well, well look what happens. <laughs> look what happens. It's a good thing I didn't come prepared. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, we'll, we'll keep roasting here as it goes on. We'll, we'll keep giving our Absolutely, because our commitment is here while someone else's <laughs> commitment is at the beach. Yeah, like, I, come on, sipping on coconuts and stuff while we're out here dying. <laughs> In the heat! In the heat. But it's okay. It's yeah, okay. We're fine. We're fine. We're right. not bitter, right? No, no, no. Just, just, just a lot. Just a lot. Just a lot. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to be talking about what, Todd? Uh, you had the title. You're prepared. Okay, Todd. I wanted to get you involved, but okay. <laughs> what we're talking, we're going to be talking about today is what it means to be a man. Mm. Okay. And then in in this culture, in this climate, when when we say that sentence, it automatically is going to go to misogyny. You know, misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> come on, I, I, come on. I'm having fun here. Okay. Okay. So, so that's not what we're talking about. Not at all. What, what are we talking about here, Todd? Uh, when it comes to being a man. Well, taking care of your responsibilities. So, obviously, your kids. Right. Right. So, being your kids. Adult. Being an adult. Accepting responsibility. So, when we say what it takes or what it means to be a man, we mean what it means to be mature. Mm-hmm. What it means to take on responsibility, to take the lead, to take the lead. What that entails, um, the pain, the happiness. I mean, we don't, we always don't want to just go onto the, the negative part. We want yeah. to you know, kind of keep keep a good uh, 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 thing going here. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're just gonna go into you know some questions and stuff um, dealing with that topic. But I kind of want to open it up with a quote from uh, Lao Tzu. Okay, I know the guy very well. Good, good, good. Are you lying? You're lying. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Lao Tzu. All right. He says, simplicity, patience, compassion. These three are your greatest treasures. Simple in actions and thoughts, you return to the source of being. Patient with both friends and enemies, you accord with, with, uh, with the ways things are. Compassionate toward yourself, you reconcile all beings in the world. Wow. So how can we apply that? to our situation here have to have that understanding in the big p word patience right patience simplicity compassion mm-hmm. we see th- these are all well like, like the word good simplicity. qualities yeah, yeah. <laughs> keeping it simple it's, yeah exactly these are all little things that 
that attribute to to us growing up. Mm -hmm. You know, um, whether we see how to deal with situations, how we deal with situations, how we take it mentally, yeah. uh, how we take it emotionally. You know. Yeah. Um, so when when you think of having to take the responsibility or having to having to suck it up. What, what are some ways that you had to do that? I mean, you being a father, I mean, obviously you have a lot more responsibility than somebody who's, who's single and not married and stuff. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, um, what does that mean to you? Um, <clears throat> I guess when, before I had my girls, I had um, thought of myself way too much. And I was very selfish. And uh, once you see them born, um, the parental instinct is supposed to just pop up. It doesn't happen with everybody. I'm not saying I did things perfect because I made my share of mistakes, but I quickly changed my routine um, about me first type attitude or, or taking care of myself where I sacrificed a lot of things um, for the better of them. So I think that was the first thing that as an adult you can do. I mean, you're not obviously giving birth to them, but you contributed to them being in, in the world. They're a part of you. And why would you not want to take care of something that's a part of you? Right. So, so from, from what I see, I mean, when, when a child is born and it's mm -hmm. handed to their mother, mm -hmm. there's just that unconditional love that's, that's already just instantly. The connection. Instantly there, that connection mm -hmm. there. So my question to you is, um, how did that mentality or that mental state changed when you knew or learned that you're going to become a father? I wasn't too happy about it because the way it went down the first time. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Okay. Uh, but but uh, and I wasn't one of those parents with my first child where I was speaking to the womb and all that and trying to like make that connection. Like because moms, like you said, moms have that internal thing. They hear the mom's voice all the time, but you're supposed to like as a husband or a boyfriend or whatever, speak to the baby on their behalf like that. You know, to the stomach or whatever. Try to get a connection yourself. Uh, it wasn't until I saw her born, and uh, you know she had severe jaundice and wasn't breathing and oh, just geez. premature i think i got that connection with her because i was the first one to hold her hand you know the mom passed out during pregnancy and uh so it was just like the whole like oh my god this is a part of me this is life like all of a sudden whereas i wasn't too pumped up about the whole kid situation to i can't live without this baby this baby's got to survive you know like everything and anything in my life prior to that didn't matter that was all that mattered at that moment? At the moment, and for the, the next three days, she was in the ICU, yeah. That's all I cared about. Was being was she, there. Being there, and she's got to make it. So all those other stresses and everything you had on the side just I didn't care. Just went out Could of the care way. less, yeah. All right, so, so I mean, I, just just to think about that, um, how much care does that show an individual have for for something that they, they created, you know, for their mind to be that occupied mm -hmm. and to... Um, you know, just to be full focus on them because, you know, as we lose people or as things happen in people's life, the world goes on. Yeah. We move on and on mm -hmm. and on. So when you're in those points, you're kind of fixate, fixated on that moment. Mm -hmm. So in those moments while you're there, because I'm sure there's a lot of time where you're just waiting because mm -hmm. that's all you could do, right, in the ICU. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So during those times, was there anything that kind of changed um, as far as thought process? Um, no, I think as, as, like I said, I was, I was there for three days, about 76 hours. She was in the, you know, a touch and go type basis where they either almost lost her a couple times or she was teetering on that. And then when the baby or the mother, the baby. Yeah. So my daughter was just struggling the whole time. Then she didn't get stable to almost four days later. 
but in that tired time I may have slept maybe five or six hours oh, wow. and I wasn't hopped up on nothing I wasn't it was just like uh, stress anger that the situation wasn't going like I kept seeing people having babies and leaving and, and babies healthy and then my kids just suffering up there they wouldn't let me see her and then the times I did have to see her I had to be like in a space suit almost and you know and I barely touched her finger and everything and I and it just wasn't looking good so then um, for me it was like an instant like I, I passed out basically it was going on 80 hours and the doctor finally said she's gonna make it she's gonna be all right and as soon as I got that everything all my emotions I guess and tension and adrenaline that was keeping me up just left my body and I like passed out so and then I think my dad or someone caught me I don't even remember but I was oh like, you you just you I just, just passed out. out right there as soon as he told me everything was good I you just, just exhausted out. your body yeah. was just like okay and the I next thing I up. remember I'm, I'm home and they said I was sleeping for like 12 hours so wow. yeah I was I was out but it was just the whole like life or death scenario where like you said like that's all that mattered that's all I cared about so so what were you prepared to do in that situation in case the things got crazy because because to me I mean. You don't know, especially if it's especially if it's your kid. I mean, I mean, I would. I'm mean, for me, I would go nuts. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, I remember one time my mom had gotten in got in a car accident. And I mm. showed up at the hospital going nuts because I died. And I wanted to know where she was at and everything. You know. Yeah. So I mean, being able to keep that composure, be able to keep that in, that that, that couldn't have been easy, man. No, it wasn't because the first uh, when she was born, she came out of her because she came natural. Um, my wife at the time, ex-wife now, she passed out, so she never even saw her come out of her. And I'm thinking, okay, they're going to let me cut the umbilical cord and all that stuff. They cut it real quick, put her in the, one of those incubator or the little carriages, and they raced her down the hallway. Oh, wow. So I chased after them, and then they wouldn't let me in. I kept pounding on the door, and they wouldn't let me in. They were telling me for insurance purposes. They can't tell me. Oh, dude, so, that that is that has to be scary. Dude. Yeah. And they just take your kid, and they're like, sorry, for insurance purposes, yeah. we can't show you your kid. So for three hours, they sat in front of the door, and they, they actually had a security guard watch me because they didn't trust me trying to sneak in there and <laughs> yeah. and um and they just finally told me yeah you know she's touch and go she's got this she's got that and you know we're trying everything we can just stay calm and, and it's just how you know and and like i never had those feelings ever before the closest thing i had seen to a baby being born was my niece and uh you know i love her and everything else like that mm -hmm. and my nephew and my other niece but it's just the fact that that's me you know what i mean that's my own that's it's your dna yeah yeah so it's just compared to that situation and what happened with my youngest lena she was born textbook like almost nine months to the day almost nine pounds was she first or she was second second okay. yeah she was born a year and a half later but she um she had no issues whatsoever so you went from extreme extreme to all those babies that i had seen coming and going and those parents happy and everything i wish that was me i got that on the second time because the second time i wanted the you know it was a mutual thing <clears throat> we wanted the baby together and then and then when she was born, she came out perfect. And we were one of the ones, that, lucky ones, to walk out there with a healthy baby almost that same night. You know what I mean? Because they don't keep you no more like they used to. But uh, let me ask you, did that did that move you to kind of walk by those people that are like standing by the ICU and maybe say anything? Or do you yeah. kind of feel like yeah, you yeah. want to be left alone at that point? I didn't say anything, but I did feel like like for them, like, like man, you know, like they must be going through crap right now. Like, mm -hmm. like they must be really feeling, you know, in the dumps. And sometimes like the best thing to say is nothing at all and maybe just say like a prayer or whatever if you're religious or, or just or you know if they do reach out or whatever like give them a hug or whatever if you could see them crying or something but no. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's kind of hard to say because a lot of times, um, you know how it is when you lose a loved one, sometimes you're in the mood to hear what they, what people have to say. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it could just be like, nah, you know, just give me a hug or just, nah, I need my space. So I kind of just like try to see when we were there, cause we weren't there that long with Lena. Like, um, there was a few people that one person lost their kid. No. Oh. And the other one, the uh, the wife was in uh, ICU because of tra- trauma on her body. So uh, I, I didn't know what to say in either situation. <laughs> That's so sad. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our first sound effect. And Joe picked the best possible time to insert it. <laughs> that was a title. Game over. Super, super Mario, in case you guys were wondering. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I figured that was the perfect plan. I figured that was the perfect plan. Yeah, okay, yeah. come on. All right, everybody introducing our new segment. <laughs> this is this is it. We're throwing in tunes. We're throwing in tunes. Joe, You're the soundboard. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Continue. I don't know, dude. I got thrown off. Oh, so you were saying that um, that someone lost their kid? <laughs> no. Yeah, did you laugh? <laughs> I'm laughing at the, fun, the, the... Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm still laughing about the game over thing. No, okay, so... No, I'm saying that the one of the kids was bad off, and then the, one of the people that were there, the mom, was in the ICU. Uh-huh. So she wasn't doing too good. That, that, that's hard, too, especially mm-hmm. with, with the mothers and everything, and mm-hmm. then having the, the fathers having to deal with that yeah and i'm sure it's not easy for the kids either growing up maybe they might think it's you know their problem and stuff or maybe the siblings or will probably throw that on them and stuff so going so kind of going along those lines um mm-hmm. you're talking about when your kids were born so let's talk about um as they got older and stuff or what were some decisions that you had to kind of make as a father or as a fa- as a family um i guess head um, of course, with your wife, uh, with your wife's input. Oh, uh, <laughs> what, what are some what are some some difficult? Uh, I guess having to get a second job, I had to have two jobs work basically from morning to night, you know, uh, six a.m. to eleven, turn yes. around and do it the next day. Um, this is because you know she went on with the second one. She went on bed rest early. You know, she had a uh, even though Lena was textbook, uh, she was high risk with her, <clears throat> and. Um, so it was just working constantly and uh it and then it just also having to take care of the responsibilities on the weekend so i had zero time but it was one of those things where it's like we well, got to do what you got to do so um some people can do it um i was surprised i could honestly i was too young to be married number one mm. at the time and i was too young to be a father and there's no instruction manual that comes with it. You just got to roll it and try to be the best you can. And, uh, you know, I made mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've said it before. You know, I had anger issues with my ex-wife. And, um, you know, with with the, with the kids, I always didn't make the right decisions. But, uh, you know, sometimes disciplining or whatnot. But you just, you learn as you go, dude. And you just try to raise them as you were raised mm-hmm. as best you can. All right. So you said that there's no... There's no guidebook or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, depending on what what religion you subscribe to. No, uh, no. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just saying. Hold on, let me let me finish my point before you start jumping on me, man. Well, I don't have so, any sound effects to interrupt us. <laughs> hold on, I got you. I got you. Yeah, there you, go. you know, since you're making me mad, I'm dying I'm, for since one, you're man. making me mad, I'm gonna go ahead and eat this mushroom. Yeah. All oh, right. Too big now. So, okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm coming up. Hold on, let me come up. Let me come up. 
All right. Jeez. Okay. So, anyways, as I was trying to say, uh-huh. um, so there's no guidebook or anything that that says do this, do that, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. So, like you were saying, um, you want you raise them the way you were raised, right? Mm-hmm. So, kind of contrasting um, the way you were raised from the choices you made now or still making, are are is, is there anything you're kind of steering away from or anything that you kind of feel like you have to work on and of course you know if you don't feel comfortable saying that you know that this is a safe spot we're just kind of you know oh yeah we're just talking with me and you right nobody yeah else. no it's not this doesn't go out to the internet okay anything, good you know, good so. now we have that disclaimer out of the way um i with them being both females obviously i think if Oof. i had yeah if i had boys i think it would have been so much easier because then if they start talking like if their voice changes and they go hey dad you want to go out i'm like whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey know, that kind of sounds like yeah but like <laughs> But if they make if they make noises like that and their their voices break, I could just be like, hey, let's go for a walk and let's throw the football around. You know, I'll tell you how I, how nerdy I was. You know, oh, when so my people start. So, so you know how to fix them yeah, emotionally. Yeah, and so so when they started going through their whole um, uh, what is it change of, you know, when they started getting their periods. We're gonna be frank about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how to approach things, but because their mom, they were mostly with me. Their mom wasn't in the picture, so um, thankfully my mom. You know, I miss her to this day, but when she was alive, she uh, she really took the bull by the horns. Like, whatever I couldn't take care of or say, for instance, like, how the hell am I supposed to know what to buy them, you know, for clothes? Mm-hmm. And then when they went through the whole, you know, getting their periods for the first time, she took them out to dinner and had the whole talk with him. I didn't have to do that. You know God what I mean? bless her soul. Yeah. Bless her soul. And and, and she, she did, uh, she basically took care of the things that I couldn't. And when I overstepped my boundaries, maybe if I raised my voice at them, she's like, she would remind me like, you know, um, if the girls had told her anything that, you know, she'd say, you know, you got to treat them better. You know, they're the weaker vessel. They're, they're, you know, they're females. You can't always, you know, intimidate them, go about it this way. Mm-hmm. So she was always there to give me tips. So if anything, if I had a, any kind of manual, it would be that. Because I think my mom would kind of check me if I went out of line a little bit. Right. So, I, I'm, and I'm not disagreeing with your mom or anything. I'm just saying at this time right now, mm-hmm. when when everything's kind of adjusted, kind of the, the way the world's seeing everything mm-hmm. um, going forward, um, when you talk about like the the women being like the, the weaker vessel and stuff, mm-hmm. I, I, I know exactly what she means. But I'm saying as far as um, like as far as um, what was I going to say? As far as you um, showing them, uh, what well, 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 raising them? Mm-hmm. Are, are you raising them to feel like a weaker vessel? No. Or did, again, you know, I said you don't want to get into that. No, I just. To, but I'm just saying. Like, what I meant by that is I didn't want to overstep like. Like when they do have their periods and they're feeling like crap, instead of me pushing for them to get stuff done, I, I'll, I'll be like, okay, you know what, you know, I'll give them a break. You know, I may treat them out for dinner or I may, uh, may be like, you know, you don't have to do your chores. You know, like, because one of them, TMI, but she gets really bad cramps and she gets a lot of pain. So like none of that stuff, the aspirin and all that other stuff works. Mm-hmm. So when we did sit down and talk about it and she could tell me, you know, hey, you know, like I, I'm really like, dad, when you get on me, like I, I'm really already pissed off. It'll start an argument with us. It took me a few times because I'm a guy and I'm stupid, but I got it after a while and I'm like, okay, you know, let me give them a little space and they'll appreciate it. And I've seen it over time. All the stuff that they went through with the rebellious teenager stuff, if I'm if I approach them a certain way, with respect, they give me respect back. 
and it's, it should go both ways and it does now before it wasn't and so I'd either beat around the bush or try to be intimidating and it mm. didn't work so you have to girls yeah, are because they're, they're girls they're, they're yeah. sneaky they're very sneaky and diabolical <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're evil yeah. and they don't show up for things exactly <laughs> they go to the beach instead of going uh, to yeah, the out there in, I mean I just got a text saying she's going to pools and stuff like, what? what is this wow so the beach wasn't enough I guess not so now I she's I guess just, not wow <laughs> I'm just kidding no um yeah, so so um, so so let me ask you then. So there was a point where it was just you raising them, or yeah, yeah. It was you just, have full custody. I have full custody. Yeah. Okay. Jeez, that couldn't have been easy. Man. No, it wasn't. Uh, it was tough, but like I said, uh, if I didn't have the crutch of my mom there, because then when I go to work, you know, she'd uh, take them to school, bring them back, and then I had them for the evenings and the weekends too. Um, it was, but it was good because it brought us together. You know, okay. like we were. We, um, you know, my mom and dad worked with me and, and, and I was lucky, you know, uh, very lucky. I, I, I can't imagine my heart goes out to all those women that have to raise kids without a father uh, or a husband figure. That's and, my mom, dude. Yeah. And, and, and the kids have to just sometimes find their own way. And um, sometimes it's always it's never it's not a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You've, and you've brought that up before. And, uh, you know, I was lucky enough to have both my parents. Um, and I think a lot of that, too, I didn't think when I was raising these girls of the problems because my girls did a lot of masking their pain mm. from the fact that I won't, I saw years later, basically, letters or in their diary that they showed me how much they missed us wanting to be back together. And it was painful. And, and all the things that their mom was going through and how she couldn't see them and all this other mm. stuff. And how she was having struggles in her life and how it affected them. But I, they, they had a great poker face and I never saw it. Uh-huh. So then when they started going through those school issues and stuff, all that stuff was combining. And so when we, we sat down and talked about it, I was like blown away. And it gave me a better understanding on how to treat them and, and not be overbearing at times and understand like these guys got some really tough things that they had to deal with and the pain that they had to go through i've got to be more um what do you call it understanding of that because Mm -hmm. they didn't have the upbringing that i did you know i had a stable upbringing they didn't yeah because i mean even things were uh, i mean because because my parents got divorced when um when i was in fourth grade Mm -hmm. so i mean even just some math problems and stuff we're talking about like 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 you know a couple's being together i mean that's Mm -hmm. that stuff affects affects you as a kid that's why I didn't see, you know, and, and and so that was gonna be my next question. Do you think you're kind of blinded to that just because you didn't have to deal with that, or absolutely, I was blinded to that. It, like I said, it took it took up until almost a couple of years ago, um, when my daughter was really, she actually got diagnosed with a little bit of depression, and we met with her psychiatrist, and a lot of things that I didn't know about. That's how that's where I found out, and then they found out about Lena's stuff, to where I, you know, that they were sometimes crying themselves asleep at night when they were little Jesus. so i i was never told these things and they didn't even reach that stuff out to my mom they kind of like kept it between them two and so once we were able to get on the same page like i said it you know um things have been a lot better but i'll tell you uh girls are definitely harder to raise in my opinion i've seen friends that have boys and yeah they have their own difficult stuff to go through too but yeah, but, we'll, but we'll we'll cry in front of you and we'll jump up and down and we'll we'll show our emotions in front of you we'll show that we're frustrated you know but and we you, have you, bad poker faces yeah and you're saying that your kids went to bed like that so i mean that's something that they were able to mask until they were alone and everything yeah you know so i guess just having to deal with it you know, 
different ways. Basically. Um, You're lacking on the sound effects, by the way. I'm I'm sorry. I'm looking, dude. I'm <laughs> looking. This Not all of them are working the same. Okay. So uh, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. You're looking for the better fit? I'm looking for the better fit, yeah. Gotcha. Like my, like, like, uh, okay, I can't even come up with analogies. <laughs> you broke me, man. Okay, so, so moving on. Um, did you notice any patterns that, uh, that maybe your parents did that you kind of had to be like, okay, I'm just like my dad or I'm just like my mom and I hate it when they did this. I should probably change this. Um, yeah, I think I did two things right off the bat. I, I did annoying things like my dad did in the morning. Um, cause my, for whatever reason, my dad's a morning person. So he, he'll wake up at the butt crack of dawn and uh he'll be like come on guys gotta get going hey guys hey we're gonna wake up gonna watch this you gotta do it and he's like super fast and when when i'm the type of like deep sleeper where i was when i was their age i didn't want to get up i didn't want no one bothering me and he would start <laughs> sell, he would start singing school bells are ringing oh, la, 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 la. what in the disney hell he, is going on i don't know man but he made up that song and he started yelling it to us <laughs> and it would piss me off in the morning and so, uh, so I started doing that when they were young, out of nowhere. I started like annoying them, you know, making noise in their room, you know, I, you know, taking those uh, empty uh, two-liter bottles and banging them, trying to wake oh, them up. Oh, dude, no. And, uh, and yeah, I did little things like that just to an, to annoy. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm just like my dad. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, you know, what? I gotta stop. Yeah, that was one of the things. Um, I guess, and, and then uh, just my mom was a little. Was really strict on me growing up, and really was uh, tough on what I watched and tough on what I did. Um, so it's Simpsons. Yeah, so I, I kind of that way too. I kind of censored the crap out of my kids growing up for a bit, and then after a while, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm like my mom. So, I you got to find your own path. What's comfortable? It's not always great to follow your parents' guides as a T. It's just you got to find what's comfortable and what works with your kids. Because there's certain things I've done contrary to what my parents did that has worked. And there's some things I've had to adopt that they did because it worked, you know. Mm-hmm. Not all of it works. <laughs> what would you, do you have anything where you're like, man, I wish I could take that back? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of them. Um, is there one in particular you could say to kind of help the people? I mean, I don't know what our age demographic is, but, uh, you know, these things kind of stay out there for a while so they can always come back, you know. Jeez, you're putting me on the spot, though. There's, But there's quite a few. Um uh it's one of those <laughs> yeah that, i think that's what my girls told me one time thanks pal <laughs> thanks for nothing um yeah I, I think one time when i i just got overly upset and did not know the specifics of the situation and i kind of went judge jury and executioner without getting all the facts on them yeah where and then um once uh like i even went through the whole grounding thing and then i found out that uh that it was not their fault and um yeah i felt like an ass this is you know like in yeah are you wait for the whole thing i am (laughs) yeah that's that's about how i felt that's how i felt Oh man, we're gonna have some fun in this later. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry to break the fourth wall there, but man, it's gonna get good. Oh yeah, it's gonna hold in there. You people. better throw a bunch of these when Valerie comes back next week. Oh, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna get ones that say, "Hey, why don't we go to the beach?" or <laughs> or "Hey, what? <laughs> hey, why don't we make commitments and not and not uh, and not uh, do it and not break them?" <laughs> Unless there's an emergency pool party next week. Yeah, you know, yeah. and if we're invited. Yeah, exactly. 
We're, we're not going to be able to No, we won't. We're losers, man. We're losers. We suck. We don't count. <laughs> we're not cool. Okay. Um, do you have any, just to, as, a, as a last question, then we'll kind of move on to the next mm-hmm. thing. Um, is there uh, is there anything that kind of hurt you as far as making a decision where you kind of had to be like, man, I had to put my foot down, but this is for the better of everybody? Ooh, um, I had We had to move a couple times. And the one thing that I never wanted for them unfortunately happened a couple times uh the only thing i could ever say that kind of sucked for me growing up we had to move a lot and uh i'm not going to blame any of my struggles on my parents for that but it's just it wasn't something that helped me Mm. and uh i wanted the girls to have something stable and it wasn't until basically the last i would say nine years we were stable in one spot we moved quite a bit and they moved a lot in the the elementary to junior high years and I felt that really had an effect on them also with their mom's situation and their mom not really getting back in their lives until they went into high school. Oh, so, so, so not only were their, was their mother removed, but also their friends. And- yeah, so they never could get settled somewhere with their own group of friends. And again, all credit to them, they they stuck with it and they, they, were, you know, they, they were troopers. But um, in the end, all that stuff caught up with them. So that that's probably the, my biggest regret is I could not give them the stable upbringing that I wanted them to have. Oh man! Thanks oh. for bringing the pain out. I'm so sorry. I mean, this is what. Do you it's have about any crying me? sounds that you could play, please? No, but I got one that's going to happen after this after this podcast. Okay. What's that? Just one, just one shot in the back. Just, uh, just kidding, everybody. If you guys are dealing with something, you know, talk to somebody and you know, call the suicide hotline. Um, uh, we'll leave a link on the page. Leave a link on the page. You know, uh, suicide is nothing to be joking about. I'm sorry. Exactly. No, for real though. I thought That's you were talking murder. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't think you were talking suicide. I thought you were talking murder. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Let's okay, just... sorry. Why are we talking so low? Because, <laughs> you, you know, when you, when you say it lower, you, know, you get in less trouble. Oh, okay. That's how it goes, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, let's go ahead and uh, let's see here. Um, so, okay, so, so let's go ahead and move into something where I can kind of uh, contribute a little bit mm-hmm. more to. But I'll ask you the question first again, you know, just to kind of get us going. Um, mm-hmm. If you, let me see. If you could bring out one thing that your uh, parents were lacking, mm-hmm. or you felt like they're lacking, or that you wanted more of, what what what, what could it be? Mm. Something that you probably needed. I'm gonna go selfish on this one. Um, yeah, that's that's what you needed means, you know. Absolutely. Like you're <laughs> selfish. It's okay to be selfish. I wanted more time with them. I think they they had a they had a uh, very uh, busy schedule a lot. Uh, my mom did a lot of things for a lot of people, mm. um, helping out with their families and things like that. And she was there for me. I'm not gonna take that back. It's just I wanted. Like, we never went on any kind of vacation growing up. We never kind of had the money to. We were always struggling. Um, but uh, I think I would have just loved to have more time with my parents, you know, especially with my mom gone now. Um, I spent a lot of time with her the last few years, and I loved it. And uh, I loved, you know, their interactions. I saw a lot of things that uh, I grew to love, and I overlooked living with them when I was younger. And just their back and forthness and how they always showed love, never went to bed angry, mm-hmm. and uh, they were funny together. And uh, I just wish I had more time with them, basically, uh, growing up as a kid, because 
sometimes I would too like leave the house to play with my friends and you know sometimes you just don't know uh, what you got till it's gone famous saying but uh, it's true and true in this that, case that's all a part about growing up yep is realizing that mm-hmm. because you don't just one day click click it on and be like oh I get it now yeah sometimes something's gotta happen to where it just it forces yourself to evolve yeah because like I said before we're you know, I'm stupid. I'm a guy, and sometimes I need to be told six or seven times before I finally get it. And, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Years go by, and, and it, like you said, something big happens, or you lose someone, or maybe you see someone else lose someone close to them, and then you're like, oh, crap, you know, this could happen to me. All of a sudden, let me go ahead and make time for this individual. Absolutely. That's when you start feeling bad, because then you start seeing some of their flaws. Maybe they're a little bit slower than mm-hmm. you see. They're not moving around mm-hmm. as much. Um, but I guess the important thing is to recognize that mm-hmm. because once someone's gone, you know, they're, yeah, they're gone. So, you know, appreciate everybody for here. Then, I mean, and, and not just that, I mean, you cherish the little things, Yeah, you know, like you're bringing out now, um, about, about, uh, oh, what you brought up about her helping raise your girls and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that's never going to leave you. Oh yeah. yeah. That's always going to be in your memories that that love and that's going to carry on through your girls, mm-hmm. you know. And then in their their turn, if they decide to have kids, the same thing. Yeah, you know. And what they do too to honor my mom, like on the year of her passing, you know, which is a tough tough day for me and for everybody in the family. But uh, you know, they they cook her meals throughout the year. You know, they pick a you know because they're both good cooks and they'll just pick a meal from her cookbook she's got like these oh really four binders of, of her own recipes and they'll just pick one and surprise me and i swear <sighs> to god that dude, is beautiful i swear to god my youngest she made beef the beef stroganoff german style and it tasted just like mom's i'm gonna cry dude. and i was gonna cry dude, <laughs> oh god, dude that's beautiful. i was tearing up man so little things like that they honor her and they have her pictures everywhere and you could tell that she was you know a big part of their a life a big part of their life yeah, because, I mean, for me, I'm, I always, I mean, I, and I think a lot of chefs think this way, too. I mean, um, when it comes to making a home-cooked meal, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's always going to be the best to you. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what, like a home-cooked meal, I mean, well, some people don't cook, but I mean, eat, but you know what I mean. Just mm-hmm. that stuff that you're used to eating growing up, surviving on. Yeah, yeah. That, um, you think about the different love and the pheromones and the different chemicals that go into that, into into mm-hmm. into the into that food into mm-hmm. into making you wanted to be nourished uh, to keeping you survive whether that's a deep down stemmed instinct in order just to kind of you know stay above ground yeah or, yeah. or if it's something we, we inherit but um just something as simple as like as, as a meal yeah because enough to kind of awaken those senses and kind of have you feel at home and feel those emotions with that individual again you know and let me ask you this too dude like you bringing that up I know for me, um, when a home-cooked meal is made, I have so many memories of us all sitting down at the table right. and having a good time talking and enjoying the food. I mean, was it like that with you when your mom would cook and things like that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm, you know, I thank God every day that uh, that I still have my, gran- well, I, I have my grandparents on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too close from the grandparents on my dad's side, and they, they both passed. Mm-hmm. But... Um, like I'm thankful I still have both of them and you know my grandma she loves cooking for me That's awesome. she loves making sure I have you know just just 
she just likes making sure I'm, I'm content, you know. And it's and it's funny because because as 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 a Latin person, like you get babied, especially if you're <laughs> yeah. a male. Oh yeah, if you're a yeah. male, you get babied. You get like served crazy. first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you get babied like crazy. So, I mean, that's how my grandma. That's cool. Is you know is with me because I'm the second oldest. I have an older cousin. Um, he's about I think he's about ten years older than me. Mm-hmm. But you know they were the same way with him and stuff. But um. Yeah, I mean those just just the memory. I mean just 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 her bean and cheese burritos. Oh, she makes these homemade tortillas. First oh, of all, she yeah. hand she does the whole hand picking beans thing where she kind of puts them in water and which one everyone's don't whichever ones float or I forget it's either float or don't float they, they pick out and everything. Uh huh. So she goes through that whole process and everything, dude. Wow, and, and, and dude. So like it's simple bean and cheese burrito, but I'm talking about it is the best thing you'll ever have because so, it's I mean, made with love yeah exactly because those are homemade tortillas and they're made with sweat because i know i know i know in my heart if i were to call my grandma right now and say hey grandma like i want i want some you know could i get some tortillas mm. or you know a bean and cheese burrito because we live on the same property yeah yeah, yeah. you know I, i'll have it done that day wow she'll make it for me that day i don't take advantage of her like that but she, i know for her if you if, had to if call I in a favor yeah yeah but also too if i didn't do it every yeah. once in a while she you know she'd be hurt because that's that's how they express their love and everything but again like that's that's something that i'm trying right now it's my hardest to to memorize you know mm-hmm. and I, I and i always want to and i know i'm kind of like i'm kind of skeptical about this but I, like I, I always wanted to kind of have them in like to talk and stuff mm-hmm. just because like you'd have that recording of them you know i'd have that recording of them you know but i I would suggest dude please do it because i'm mad at myself for not doing it more i have an hour of my mom Mm -hmm. talking where before we even got into any of this podcast stuff before even me and you even started thinking about it even before brian Mm -hmm. um i had my a little recorder and a friend of mine said you know you need to record your mom and it was about uh, two weeks before she couldn't talk anymore and I sat down and I interviewed her for an hour till her stomach hurt too much to where she couldn't oh. she couldn't do it. And I was upset the fact I didn't videotape her. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it prior. It just never dawned dawned on me to. Well, so, well we got to think of it this way. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but like we we have these new technologies. It's just in our pockets now. Yeah, yeah. You know, before it was harder. You might have had to get a tape recorder and everything. And that kind of looks a little bit more dramatic. You know. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm stupid. I should have did that prior. I mean, like you said, technology was there, and I just didn't think of it. And um, what I and I find it took me two years to listen to it you know after she passed and then when I listened to her voice it was comforting Mm -hmm. but it it filled me with such emotion like it it was like an avalanche of just raw tears because I haven't heard her voice in two years and it was so difficult to to hear but I was smiling at the same time because I got something that most people don't have so I'm going to cherish what I have but to tell you, man, I suggest do it as much as you can and at different times because you're going to want that. For me, I'm just because my grandparents are like me. They're going to be like, what, you think we're going to do? I just know they're going to be Hide it then. Like, hey, <laughs> Grandma, you know, hey, how's Let's it going? Like, how's it going? Let's just sit down and have this conversation. Exactly. No, but I mean, that's what I, I know I'm going to regret it if I don't do it. So I need to do it soon. Yeah, so. if you dude, if you want to borrow a recorder, take the Yeti, do just do it. I would. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you know, then you know, I guess look out for that episode. No, I'm just yeah, right. No, but I was gonna bring out, um, just speaking along that lines. I don't know if you ever heard of Duncan Trussell. No. Um, have you ever seen that Netflix show, um, that Midnight Gospel? No. Or at least seen. Okay. So, anyways, he does this podcast where he kind of records like where he, where he interviews like a bunch of people, 
like down to like Satanists and stuff. Oh wow! You know, so he kind of he interviews people of like all over, all over. So um, his podcast, oh god, it's like it's like a two parter. He has like an hour and a half of just like him talking to his mom, and he's just like the most because his mom you could see where he got his his intelligence from because mm-hmm. he's a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just see how because she's like real chill and everything. You know, they're all about like uh, meditation and chakras and all that. Mm-hmm. So they're all like real mellow and stuff. So, but the point is like. Um, just that wisdom and stuff he was getting from her like he 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 pulled out of that he was able to pull that those voices out Mm -hmm. and be able to put it into his show because his show is just all all um cut cut bits of his of his podcast or most of it is cut bits of his podcast and they're kind of put in there with all his guests and everything and so like he had the one with his mom on and everything and like the, the 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 one that gets me it's like they're talking about like heartbreak and stuff because she was saying like you know she's gonna die and everything Mm -hmm. and like you know he's like i don't want you to die and all that stuff and they're like, you know, um, you know, how do I deal with the pain? You know, and you know what his mom says? What? She's like, you cry. Wow. So like, you could you could hear it. Like, he's not saying anything, but you could hear like him, just like, yeah, hurt. Dude. So I mean, when when we when we come out of the womb, our eyes are they're 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 blind first. The f- the first thing our senses hit is is that sound. The hearing, the hearing, you know, mm-hmm. then then maybe the you know, the air on our skin and everything. But mm-hmm. to, to, I mean, it's just like again reverting back to being. It's like reverting back to being a baby, you know, because you're you're able to put that into your ears and be able to close your eyes and, mm-hmm. and you know and hear her talk to you again and stuff. So that's that's something that we that it should it should be a norm. It should you know, be. if we have if we have recorders and everything and VHS and everything that should be. A norm and at least acceptable yeah it should be something that we should think about that's why a lot of times now i get my dad on video doing either funny things or just being himself uh, just because you know you never know mm-hmm. and uh you know with her i was able to interview her and i got a lot of um how she grew up and how she met my dad and some of the stories i didn't even know about wow. you know when when she was a kid so um it was really it was really great to hear and uh but but it's soothing but the, i would recommend anybody listening if you got a parent or a grandparent up in age uh, get that recording because you're not going to think much of it now because maybe you see them a lot but when they're gone you're going to cherish it and um it's funny how bringing up the baby analogy you know they raise us they take care of us they feed us they change us and then when it comes to later in life we're not doing the same things as you would a baby but you're taking care of them you know you're making sure they eat you're making sure they take Chicken their medication yeah, yeah yeah and and it kind of rolls reversed so yeah, you're not supposed to be eating that yeah mm. <laughs> stay away from the chocolate yes. but um but yeah it, it could be something that's tough for people to to, to hang with but um yes. if you love your parents you love your grandparents you're there for them right and again that goes along what we're saying so i mean we kind of sound like we went off but just to kind of bring that all back mm. together um that's something that we have because it's so easy just to kind of put it aside and be like no it's not going to happen just Mm -hmm. be in denial Mm -hmm. you know and that's usually what makes us procrastinate and that's what makes us regret later on because we we never did what we wanted to do or what we felt like we should have at the time so um and with kids you only get one shot you think okay you know i could do this this way or i can make up for it here it's like no you you might have scarred them right here by mm -hmm. doing something stupid or saying something stupid Mm -hmm. You know, 
it's it's kind of hard you can't be perfect you're gonna make a mistake as a parent as a father as a kid but just trying to be the best you can every day is the best advice i could think of yeah so man man we went into it today yeah man. we did and too bad we didn't have a third person you know throwing it in we could have just mixed it all up could, nice yeah we could have had that female perspective that we uh said that was going to be on the show every I'm so week. hurt i'm so hurt i'm so broken <laughs> i'm so broken like why 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 do you have like a glass shattering sound effect or anything that was actually going to be for for another one, but I, I guess I'll hold on. <laughs> Glad. Hold for sound effects. No, I don't got one. You don't got one? Damn it. Sorry. It's in there somewhere. Do you have Homer there. saying dough at least? Yeah, but you know, I mean, what's the point of it now? I'm just going to be digging through yeah, it. Yeah, Everybody can true. hear me. Everybody can hear me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's Joe breaking. That was my, that was my redirect. That was a redirection. <laughs> um... Okay, cool. So, do you th- is there anything we could add to this, or, or what do you think? I think we covered a lot. Unless you got uh, something you want to interject. Uh, the only thing I was gonna add, and I mean, because I kind of wanted to go into too, was mm-hmm. um, you know, we were kind of we were kind of talking about what what we what we would want to see, mm-hmm. you know, or what or what we'd want to improve on in ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. as far as going forward and. Um, and uh, um, oh Jesus! What was the topic? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! We had a topic. Yeah. Oh my goodness! We were talking about a thousand things. Oh jeez. Um, about being a man. Yes, about being a man. Okay, we suck. Yes, this we is do. this is why this, this is, is where, why we need a third yeah. person. See, this isn't our fault. <laughs> that, that, this isn't our fault. Mm-hmm. She should have been keeping us in line. <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, about being a man. Okay. What what did you want to interject with that? Oh, about you know what 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 is, you know what that actually enta- what that actually what I wanted to kind of see mm-hmm. you know growing up. I mean, somebody who who would I mean t- to me first and foremost what I got from this is somebody who would actually accept their responsibilities. <laughs> re- re- I mean I mean you know to 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 say that they were wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, to say, I'm sorry, that was my fault. I'm sorry I messed you up. You know, not, not, oh, you know, I, 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 I can't come by or anything and stuff like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, you know, your mom's not letting me come by. Like, no duck. <laughs> like, you hit her. Of course, she's not going to want you to come by, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it was always, always poor me, you know? Oh, my goodness. Like, oh, your mother's such a terrible person. Like, that, that's how, that, that's what I, that's what I grew up seeing, you know? Just, so, just playing, just playing, and just playing the victim. So, I mean, I mean, what I wanted to see was somebody who would actually accept responsibility for once and say, you know what, I'm sorry, I messed up. Accountability. Yeah, at least say, you know, I'm sorry, I'm a bad person. Yeah. You know, and not when you're just drunk on the floor, crying. You know. <laughs> because it means nothing, right? Yeah. I mean, like, so let me ask you this, because you've discussed your father on here a bunch of times. Yeah. And well, I, as you could tell, I got father issues. No, but it's okay though. What I'm saying <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, don't cry. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is with your the things you got to do, and how you had to grow up. At some point, if you were to actually come and not, you know, drunk into the house or whatever, and sit down t- with you and have a discussion, and maybe the pain that you've discussed on the show before, and, and the being upset at him, if he were to come to you and look look you in the eye. Oh my God. Uh, and oh and God. to him, 
to him. Not saying that like, he's... Like, like, like right now? Yeah, like if he, was, if he were to look at you and be like, listen, Joe, I'm truly... If he got... He, that'd be the la- those would be the last two words he'd say. Really? I, I, would, I would lunge at him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was already seeing red as soon as you, as wow. soon as you said that. No, I mean... So you couldn't have him like stare you in the eye and try to apologize? If he were, if he were to come up to me and apologize, mm-hmm. I, I, I would say... I don't know, man, because I've heard it so much. Mm. I've heard it so much, dude. Been jaded. Jaded. I mean, like, let, me, let, me, let me give you a story. <laughs> let me give okay. you a story. Let's hear it. Let's let's hear it. Let me give you the story. Sit back on the couch and I'll listen. All right. Got my notes. Got your notes out. All right. <laughs> All right. No, so so one time, because um, I really, you know, I, I like robots and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. and um, Who doesn't? Who doesn't, you know? You know, I had one of these toys where it was like a parrot. Push, okay. You pushed a button and like it recorded your voice and it, you know, it's beak flapped up and down and stuff <laughs> and, and your voice came out of it, you know, nice. whatever you said. So it was cool. You know, it was, you know, you, you, it was a toy that it, they pretty much have a friend, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> without having to have a friend there. Cause, cause you know, you don't, my mom didn't want anybody around and see, see this full. So, okay. um, yeah. So I remember one day, one day he was like, Hey, um, let's go for a bike ride. I was like, all right, cool. Let's go, let's go for a bike ride. So he's like, hey, um, you know, grab your toy. So I'm like, all right. So I, I grabbed my grab my parrot. And I'm like, all right, you know, let's go, let's go. You know, we're gonna go to the park. I'm gonna go. I bring my parrot down the slide. You know, it's it's gonna be great. We go down the street, go right up somebody's hill, right? And I'm like, okay, this isn't the park, but all right, <laughs> you know. And so like, and of course he's riding me on his bike on the frame because he's a loser. He doesn't have a car. <laughs> So he's uh, because he got my mom's uh, uh, brand new Prelude blasted. Oh wow! Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> so anyways, he takes me to he takes me to the house and it's like this kid that I go to school with that I notice, like you know, and like um, so I'm like, hey, you know, what's up, guy? You know, I'm just talking to him and stuff. And so like my dad's like, hey, um, you know, show the kid how the, how the toy works and everything. So I'm like, okay. So you know, I'm showing the kid how the toy works and everything. I'm like, oh, it does this, it does that. Cause I'm showing him off. You know, I thought my dad was like, hey, you know, show show off your toy and everything. So. Um, so the kid's like, okay, cool, you know, and the kid like takes it and he goes inside his house. I'm like, huh? What? And so like the the guy gives my dad like like five bucks, <gasps> and then my dad's like, cool. And so my dad puts me back on his bike. We go over to Bob's Liquor, which is down the street over here. He buys a he buys a Budweiser, a tall boy, a tall boy. Um, we start making our way home. You know, he's all he's all drinking and drunk and stuff. So, so as we're coming down, as we're coming down the hill, he he drops me on the bike, oh. and so like so like my legs like on the like like on the tire like sliding right. He drops me. Doesn't drop his beer. His beer. <laughs> his beer is fine. He, he he is a pro, bro. Like his beer. He did not drop one spill. What a what. A, and, and he was riding without a, without without his hands on the handlebars. You know he no no he just balanced me. Had had his beer in one hand and and that was it. You know, no hand, no no hands on the handlebars. So I fell he over. Saw Joe or the beer? Yeah, beer. yeah, beer. <laughs> I mean, I would have chose the beer too. I don't blame him. You know, I don't blame him. So then that, oh. that part I can forgive him. But uh, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so I fell, so I fell and everything. And I was like, Jesus Christ, because like, I had like like all, like you know like my leg was burning. And so like um, and so like my dad, he was like, you son of a gun, you know. But that's uh, it's gonna go ahead and censor that. Mm-hmm. And then he smacked me, proceeded to smack me because it was my fault that he dropped me. Because <laughs> that's how you want to uh, console you, right? Yeah. So smacking you. So you hurt? yeah. So he sold my toy, and he used it to buy beer. And then he beat me. So I mean, if this guy were to come up to me and say he's sorry. <laughs> so with all that said, you could have just said stupid question. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I mean, you don't know, you know. It's it's dumb for me to try, make you. Well, did you try to did you try to make the empty bottle 
like at least make it out of something like you know how you talked into the parrot it would talk back to you in your voice do you try to at least blow into the bottle like hoo, 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 no like no make no. music or something no 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 what i did was i put i, I cut it in half put two two yard i yeah, put a yard a yarn string through it mm -hmm. i said I, I spoke to one side ran to the other side and see if i could hurt myself oh my god <laughs> <laughs> wow no 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 ingenuity oh yeah i like well, that i was right off the head man i was right off the head um Oh, that's a yeah. So I mean, I know I know there's I know that that I mean, I, the, this is the dark the dark this is the this is the dark um the, the the dark part about it. This is murky as hell. This is uh. This is um. <laughs> so, so if he were, I mean, I know I'm gonna have to face him again, but my hope is that the next that I don't have to, and that I just find out that he dies or something. Yeah. That, that's my next good way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, because he's he's one of those he's one of those meth head dudes that are like that like you know ride around on bikes and stuff and still you're selling stuff. Yeah, yeah steal so your gnome. Yeah, steal steal your grandma's walker and cut it and cut it for two two cents worth of scrap. <laughs> <sighs> I'm so angry. I'm so angry. So angry. Well, so angry. Someday a guy like that would be in a. The dark side. Some someday a guy like that will be on his bed and not able to get up, and he'll have to listen to you if you want to talk to him. And you could blast him up one side and the other. It's not gonna fix anything. Yeah, that's that's my that's my whole thing too. But I mean, it could be. Look, at, I look at it this way because I have had a couple friends who've had parents like that. My niece being one of them, and she told me that when that day comes. It's gonna be more of a stress relief for her. She's not gonna give a damn what he hears or what he feels. It's gonna be, you know, I'm gonna get all this anger off my chest. And you know, that's her father. If that's what she wants to do, so be it. Um, some people just like you would be like, if I, the next time I see him, it'll be in a casket. But, <laughs> but, but I mean, if if that's what you want to do too, I couldn't blame you. Because just the story alone with the parrot pissed me off, dude. And that's that's the PG. That's the PG version. That's that, that's bet. the stuff I'm not saying, man. Because there's there's some stuff that still haunts me. Like one time, one time, one time he was high on he was high on meth, mm -hmm. and we were out we were out we were outside um, in the backyard, and he had a he had a he had a hammer and he had a nail, and uh, he put it on his knee, and he hammered he hammered himself. Oh, right. God. And then he, and then he and then he was like, take it out. He was he was like yelling at me to take it out. Like 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 like, uh, like like he was he he hammered himself. I watched him hammer himself, uh -huh. and then he was getting mad at me because I didn't want to pull it out because I was freaked out. I was like, "What the hell? Why would you do that?" Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I mean, that's just that's just stuff that I had to see all the time. And I know, and I and I and I feel bad for my sisters because they never had to see anything like that. And I'm sure that they want to have some kind of relationship with him. I, I mean, I, I don't I don't blame them. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, so that's the only thing that's kind of would would make me not kind of do anything kind of just kind of stay in the background but just not say anything you know mm -hmm. but i don't know I, I mean honestly i don't know how i'd react if i were to see him again because i know this part of me that wants to go wild on him you know animal style like like in and out yeah i mean jeez <laughs> i mean that's not even bringing up the fact you know you see why i'm so you see why i was so angry no i i get it <laughs> see i i don't understand it because i didn't live it but I, but I can get where a bit mm. where you're coming from just by the description. You know what I mean? Because it's different to hear about it and and to actually live it. You know what I mean? Because when people go through traumatic stuff like that, 
you could say, oh, I, I get what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, being in the moment, I mean, it's, there's a billion feelings that you went through that mm-hmm. I will never have to go through. Or And that, all those feelings influence every every decision you make, even if it's on a whim. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, even just trying to understand how an individual act or why they react to certain things, you know? Mm-hmm. That's an excellent point. I mean, just... <laughs> That's the only thing I can say is, damn, like, I, I feel bad, but I can't sit there and say I understand even after, like, because some people will say, well, you need to make up with your parents. Or yeah. You need to, that's not you, my you decision. Need, you I, I can't tell you. Yeah. You got to mind your own business. That's whatever you decide is whatever you decide. Right. And, and, and nobody should fault you either way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, damn. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus. I think we need a poem. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, I wrote this one. I wrote this one before I came here. Let's okay. go ahead and close it off then, since we're getting a little sad. We're getting really heavy. We might, <laughs> we might need to make a part two of this. Yeah, I mean we can. We'll wait. We'll wait for our host. You know, if she's uh, back. This one, this one over here. She's over here. It's supposed to be over here. Inside, you know. But she's not. She's not. She's not here. Drinking coconuts and whatnot. Mai tais. Mai tais and doodads and skeet bobbers and. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. All that ocean breeze. <laughs> it's so hot in here. Pool water. It's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't. I didn't entitle this one. Okay. I'm just gonna read it. Here we go. <clears throat> Lower the egotistical defenses one shrouds in to mask ignorance. Cultivate a foundation of understanding to allow relationship to grow. Man requires more than just to give expressions. They require listening ears to make a difference, to validate their existence, to allow the seeds of understanding to be planted and grow. That's pretty good, my friend. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. That's uh, that ties in with what we were talking about. Yeah, it's kind of kind of kind of funny how it worked out. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, you know, maybe I'm applying myself to this podcast now. I think so. <laughs> what, what do you think, Valerie? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, she's going to give us crap for this. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. I hope so. Yeah, so uh, any final words? Um, I wish we had a, another host here, but, you know. Yeah, I wish we fun. could have the AC on during the show. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But great show, Joe. Yeah, good job, Todd. Yeah, so I mean, though, I mean, I mean, in, in case in, in case we ever have to do this again, I mean, at least we know that we can we can hold the conversation. Yeah, stuff. and this one seemed a little bit better. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but not not to be meta, but you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll okay. Leave it there. All right, Joe. All right. All right. Signing off. Mercury.